Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome, big interview fans to just a little bit of the big interview with Robbie Keane. For the whole glorious one hour and 20 minutes, you need to be a socio. Go to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com to instantly unlock this interview and over nine hours of archive content, including big interviews with Raphael van der Vaart and Ledley King. See you there. Jimmy Carker said, like, ask him about, and you've talked about this before, but he reckons Rafa Benitez wanted to change your position in a pre-season yeah. friendly after 20 minutes. Yeah. To what? Left wing. Can you... No. I've got nothing to ask that dealt with. Can you know? I mean, know? clearly not a left winger. I mean, that's obviously for, for, clear for everyone to see. He had a forced 20 minutes. He wanted to play left wing, which I've obviously never played before. Um, so it was kind of, it was kind of new... It was new to me, you know. And you end up respecting him. You've often spoken well about him being tactically good. I love the balance that you can say, we didn't get on, maybe choose to do something which I know you don't mm. regret, but was a, was a slight loss of something. I'm sure you'd have liked to have had a better time there. Of course, But you yeah. still ended up speaking well of him and respecting them. Yeah, of course. Listen, I, I think that's quite I unusual. I respect every manager I, I've, I've worked with. Uh, they all have their ideas, different ideas, whether... Whether I agree with him or not, it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter really, but I've got my opinion, he's got his opinion. Um, I'm clearly not a left winger, as we probably established after 20 years playing football. Um, but tactically, he was probably one of the best that I've, I've, I've worked with. He knows the game inside out. Um, but he, as I said, he wanted to kind of change me into something that I'm, I'm, I'm kind of not. So that was always going to be a recipe for a disaster. You know, someone who's used to scoring goals, playing in either a striker or dropping deep. And, and I played, you know, when I did play up front, you know, obviously I scored goals. But my problem was that when I did play, then I wouldn't play the next game. Hmm. Which for any striker is obviously difficult. And it's poison, isn't it? You're, you're going into a game, you know, after scoring two goals, waiting for the next game. You can't wait. You know, strikers rely on, you know, confidence. And, and, and as soon as you get them goals, you know... They're coming. There's going to be more to come, and then you get dropped or they play someone else because of something else. I don't know. And then, of course, that kind of kills you a little bit. So for me, it was that was the hardest bit bit to take uh, more than more than anything. So if, for me, and I mentioned just briefly before, I don't know. I don't wake up on a Saturday morning and just to be sitting on the bench to pick up my wages. It's not me. I. I 
I love football. I love football. I wake up every morning, Monday, Tuesday, and can't wait to walk into that dressing room and put my football boots on to go train. Can't wait. And then to do Monday to Friday and wake up that Saturday morning, we put the TV on, you know it's Saturday, and you got that adrenaline, that Saturday feeling where three o'clock comes, you can't wait to play. And then you're sitting on the bench. That's like a kick in the backside. You've, you've, you're sick to the stomach, sick aren't you? Sick to the stomach. You, you, yeah. And I was just never like that. I just, I just couldn't do it. And, and, and people say, oh, well, you left there. I didn't want to leave all these places where, where I've been. Like Liverpool, for example. I didn't want to leave after six, seven, eight months, wherever it was. No chance. I want to stay there. I wanted to be... Go down and scoring loads of goals and playing, winning stuff for the club. But at the end, if you're not playing and you know that there's, there's no light at the end of the, the tunnel, there's no really point in you hanging about just for the sake of hanging about and just to be picking up your wages. It's, it's not me. Is there a little thing, you, you clicked really cl- uh, quickly with David Beckham, apart from his talent. Now, I was lucky enough to be England reporter, Manchester United reporter at that time. It, made, it infuriated me. I was in um, Saint-Étienne, I think, when Argentina knocked them out. And Kim Milton Nielsen um, allows Diego Simeone to come right through the back of Beckham at yeah. the beginning of the tournament. The, the mandate is it's an automatic red card for a tackle from yeah. mine. Everybody forgets that. Mm. There's this tiny little flick out and they say, you've let us down, red card, whatever. It's an atrocious piece of work by the referee. And I didn't like the way he was hung up by the manager and the, the media and so on. Yeah. But what you knew already by that stage was that if you push David Beckham down, you better just stand back. And I saw Tony Adams saying that, take that, use it. And um, mm. he'd done so after being you know, humiliated for England with Holland and Bambaston. And he said to Beckham, he was the only one in that dressing room, he said to him, I can bottle this up and use it. And of course... David and Manchester United went out and won the treble next season and there was something extra about him. Do, when something like Liverpool happens, is, are you, do you share a tendency with him that if you, if you push at Robbie Keane, then the pushback will be bigger? Is, is that your character? Yeah, yeah, yeah I would say. Um, I think what you're getting at is, is do you feel like you have a point to prove? I think you... I, I didn't have a point to prove in terms of you know, what I did before, but I always say to the players, it doesn't matter what you did before, it's what you do after. Like, if I, at 26, scored loads of goals for whoever I was playing for, it's what you do from that moment on, you know, mm. after that. People remember what you did there, but they're going to remember also what you've done after that, you know, and as I said, it didn't go as well as I, I would have liked at Liverpool, but I could have just sat there and just moped and, and I said, sit down, accepted that, uh, got my money and, and what have you but for me I just love playing so it was always going to be me leaving to play just to play football just to play. and it didn't matter didn't matter where, where I went it was just to play football so um, you know when I left Liverpool was it successful yes it was and, and I, I continued to, to, to score goals so I gr- regret you know the moment that, no not at all because sometimes in life you have to go through these moments to kind of uh, you know, get you, get you on the, out the other side to kind of realise that, you know, I know I'm a top player. I know I can score goals no matter where I go. Yeah. And I've managed to do that. The, this might be unfertile territory and we're drawing to a close because Inter was so long ago. Mm. But I like the little loops that 
you know, Tardelli takes over from Lippi and then Tardelli yeah. comes into the Ireland camp. How, how was that relationship? Was there any, even a nod back no. to then? The first thing I did say to, to Tardelli is, like, jokingly, I said to him, well, I said, uh, one thing, you can't get rid of me here. I said, you'll be gone before I will. Don't worry about that. That's perfect. That's that what football's beautiful about. Like in, in a little jab and then we move on. It was, it was actually, it was in a, in a funny way. We had a, a laugh about it. Obviously, I did it in, in, a, in a jokey way. Yeah. So, uh, but he, he, was, he was a good guy. He was a nice guy. And listen, I at that time, I was, I was a kid, you know. There was like, there was eight, there was Perlo got released. Mm-hmm. When yeah. I went to AC Milan. There was like, there was like 10 other, other players that, top players went on to have great careers that, that never... Shade off won the European Cup everywhere else but... Yeah, exactly. He was my roommate. So, um, yeah, it's, it's mad how, how football can kind of, you know, intertwine, if you like. And as I said, that, that night in, you know, that night in, in, in Barry where, you know, 1-0 down and scored in the last, in the last couple of minutes was, um, you know, against the manager that brought you there and with the manager, basically, the assistant manager who got rid of you. So it was a bit weird, so... It was, uh, of course, for, for playing for Ireland anyway, regardless who was against the, that the score, the score of golf for your country is, is no better field. We sat with uh, Jodie Morris one one of these episodes, uh, the day in which John Cruyff died, actually, and Jodie, um, with his words and his attitude, just helped me through. It was a really hard, emotional day. And he said something similar about when he was, uh, he was an up-and-coming young buck and quick and cheeky and clever at Chelsea, and he was made to room, or he was given Gianluca Vialli as a roommate, to show him things and help bring him on. And he said, if they could have seen Luca lying there in his bed, buck naked, ordering pizza and smoking 20 fags, yeah. they wouldn't have let me room with them. No, no. I take it Clarence Sidorf was... No, completely different. No. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a lot of players who were like that. As you know, a lot of Italian players, they do smoke. And, Definitely and they do. I've, well, they do because I've, I've been with them. So after, after games and stuff like that, they'd be sitting, we'd be sitting on the couch just waiting and they'd be... Uh, you know, all the Italian players, Laurent Blanc, we, you know, so the bus have, having to smoke with the with the manager and stuff like that it was, it was certainly a, a, for me it was an eye opener as a as a nineteen twenty year old kid, you know, and then as I said, someone like you know, Clarence, we flew flew together back down from from Cardiff up from the European final, the yeah, yeah, and uh, we still we still get on great now and speak to each other all the time, and uh, we used to have our own rooms. Uh, in the training ground, we had two players to room, so me and obviously me and Clarence. And I was one of these that we always want to be asleep by, always before twelve o'clock. Always, I have to be asleep before twelve o'clock. But Clarence, would be, if he had a game in the next day in the evening, would stay up till three in the morning. And I'm like, so watching, put a movie on and stuff. And then one o'clock, he go, "Come on, Robbie, let's go and have a cup of tea." We'd always go and have a cup of tea in the kitchen, a green tea, and this. Uh, used to have this Italian cake. It was uh, oh, what's the name of it again? Like a lemon, a, a lemon cake. Like you know, we, we spoke to each other about it last week. I said, <laughs> I said, Jesus Christ! If I was a bit more experienced, I would have told you to f off. Yeah, yeah. you know. But as a kid, you know, yeah. I didn't really know. You know, I thought this was this was the kind of arm. I said, never sleep. But he, I couldn't sleep in the daytime. I couldn't. I, I can't even now. I can't sleep. And I, I lie there and watch a movie and. Maybe close my eyes for five minutes and be back up. I could, couldn't sleep. Obviously, an energetic young lad. You know, he would he would sleep for three hours in the afternoon, no problem. Well, I couldn't. So I'd be sitting there waiting for this game, wide awake and tired. Obviously, for being up at three o'clock in the morning because Clarence wants to have a cup of tea and watch watch the animation movies. <laughs> 
because if it's culture, this is what I like about the crisscrosses because it's cultural norms. You were surprised at the smoking, and Jeremy Mathieu has just left Barcelona to go to Sporting, been caught smoking a fag now, and he's still having to defend himself. And I was saying, well, everybody does it. But if you've taken two beers after an inter-match, yeah. you know, the rest of them are, they've been smoking away. What the, f- you know, two yeah, beers, yeah. that's ridiculous, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's just a different, different Completely culture. different culture norms. Yeah, but you have, and you have to respect, you have to respect everyone's culture, but where they're from, where, where players come from, where in the Premiership they come from Italy or... Uh, look at Viali, for example. You know, top top player. You know, extraordinary trainer. Yeah, extraordinary trainer. And that, you know, what's 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 right for for me, maybe not right for him, or vice versa. So it doesn't really matter as long as you're producing on the field. Who cares? We hope you enjoyed that small slice of Robbie Keane. To hear the full 80-minute interview, it's time to become a socio. Head to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter to instantly unlock this interview, plus other big interviews with Rafa van der Vaart and Ledley King. And on November the 1st, we'll be releasing a new exclusive big interview with Kevin Phillips. Socios also get full weekly episodes of The Big Inside View. Over 600 of you have signed up. All this for 2 dollars less than the price of a pint or your favourite confidence starts with loving who you are and when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside you naturally radiate confidence from the inside give your skin a glow up with osea's clinically proven mega moisture duo this ultra hydrating body care features two of osea's best sellers undaria algae body oil and undaria collagen body lotion these seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.